Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Worst Grace Scenario. I'm your host, Grace, and I'm joined today once again by my good friend, Ashana. Hi. As per usual, we're going to start things off with a question of the week. This week, our question is, what ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into doing or believing? Oh, um, someone tried to tell me that, like, a calzone was like a, like a dessert. I've are like, there dessert calzones? That I don't know, but like familiar. there was like a like a calzone that was like a pizza calzone, and yeah. like I didn't see inside of it. <laughs> and I just I, dropped the keyboard, everyone. Gosh, get your act together, jeez! <laughs> what do we pay you for? <laughs> and so, like, um, I didn't see what in, what was inside of a calzone because that's not how calzones are supposed to be, you know, perceived. And so, one of my friends was like, "Hey." You know that's gonna have a that's like a dessert that's gonna be sweet. Are you sure you want that? Like, like isn't it lunch? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, and I literally got some hot sauce. Like, hot sauce. Yeah. Okay. What was in the calzone? Finally. In the end, it was like it was just I don't know. It was like a pizza calzone. It was like cheese, tomato sauce, a couple vegetables, and like. All right. Sounds you know, good. It was pretty nice. It was pretty good. I did some research, and they have mini cannoli calzones. They have s'mores calzones. So I guess they can be dessert foods. Mm. I've never personally eaten one, but kind of sounds good. Um, my response to this question, what ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into doing or believing? Um, for me, when I was in preschool, the entire class tricked me into believing this kid, Adam, had skipped an age. Wait, it's, you? I think you told me about this one. Yeah, I, I, it's, I even remember his name was Adam because it was just such a scarring day. <laughs> um, but it was his birthday, and everyone kept telling me he was like going from four to six or something, <laughs> like whatever age you are in preschool. Um, and for a while, I didn't believe it, but as the day went on, I got more and more confused until I actually bought it, which I believe is brainwashing. Mm. Um, it's a form of conditioning. Yeah, you know, we've taken psych. It's like repeated exposure or whatever. Yeah, and then I went home and I asked my mom. Um, and I realized I had been tricked by a bunch of five-year-olds. Look at you. Grace. Because Adam was five. He was not six. <laughs> <laughs> did, like, Adam ever, like, continue with the story? Or did he just, like, not really say anything? I can't really remember, but I think probably the next day they tried to, you know, keep the joke going. And I was just like, guys, I know. It's it's not working. going to work on me anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I'm I disappointed in myself mm. for buying into it. But uh, I mean, you have faith say? in people, which was, like, somewhat of a mistake on your part. Yeah, it's true. Um, anyways, I feel like this is a pretty good week to have a radio show, um, because there's been a lot going on in the music world over the past few weeks. Possibly one of the, the biggest things that has happened, um, in the music world is the release of Olivia Rodrigo's first album, Sour. Ooh, right, I heard about that. Did you listen to any of it? Um, not the whole thing, but I've listened to some songs, like, you know, here and there. Because, like, my friend recommended me her album, so yeah. I was like, you know. Was, was it about. Hannah? Because Hannah's obsessed. Yes. Yeah. It was. <laughs> One of our friends, Hannah, is very obsessed with the album. And so I actually, that's what inspired me to make this segment. Because I was yeah. like, she loves it. I feel like a lot of people love it. I was listening to some people singing it at lunch, the whole album. And mm. I was like, I gotta see what this hype is about. Um, I think it's probably especially big with people our age right now. Um, and I believe the first single to be released from the album was Driver's License. Ah, uh, that, that one, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we can go on a tangent about, like, cars, because I have tangent material, but, like, that's Oh, okay. Not, we not. can talk about cars after if we have more time. <laughs> Anyways, Driver's License was a great kickstart to her music career, considering it achieved global success, um, and was debuted atop the U.S. Billboard a Hot 100. Yeah. Um, okay. other hits on the album include Deja Vu and Good For You. Um, and I'm not sure how much you've listened to off the album. Have you listened to, like, 
the whole like have you previewed every song or yeah all right um what did you think about it um i mean like since my music taste is literally all over the place yeah um i actually did like some of the songs you know yeah so um good i like (laughs) yeah well i i took it upon myself to listen to every song yeah um and some of my thoughts i would say many of the songs are catchy especially good for you Mm, um yeah a lot of these big in are, my home. Yeah, a lot of these are also, like, major TikTok trends, too. So it's, like, yeah, that's true. you can associate them with, like, pretty funny jokes. Yeah. Depending and, on where you go, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I would say most, like, I would probably not listen to the songs just on my own yeah. from now on. Um, but props to her because she's only 18 years old and she's already had great success. So also, did you see that she was at some awards show and she gave, like, letters to, like, Taylor Swift and Harry Styles and stuff? And... Harry Styles just left it at the table. Oh my god! He didn't even take it. <laughs> oh my um, god! That, w- I w- that would be so sad if you were like, "This is my idol." <laughs> and oh didn't no! Take the letter. Oh, that poor girl. Oh my god! I know. And speaking of Taylor Swift, a lot of people have been throwing around the theory that Olivia Rodrigo is being helped by Taylor Swift in some way. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but I know they've like posted photos together or something. Oh, I have no clue about that situation. So I, I don't. Know, I'm not the best person to talk about this about. <laughs> well, I would say. I have heard a lot of Taylor Swift songs, and a lot of the songs uh, on this album do in some way remind me of Taylor Swift or her Mm. music. Um, That's a take. That's a take. But at the same time, I don't think she's directly copying Taylor Swift in any way. Uh, She seems to just more be, like, heavily inspired, I'd say, Um, which I think is a good thing. Like, I guess everyone's inspired by something. I don't think it's something to criticize that she's, like, you know, inspired by Taylor Swift. And I was thinking about it, and I couldn't imagine Taylor Swift ever putting out any of those songs. Yeah, so, it's very much something that's, like, very teenage but, like, yeah. it's more for other teenagers instead of, like, like something that's supposed to be, like, universally some. Yeah, like so I, I guess she has to be putting some of her own twist on it, if I can't imagine yeah. Taylor Swift releasing that song. So, anyways, I think, good for you, Olivia Rodrigo. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, I had to think about which one that was, so that was me oh, thinking. Yeah. That yeah. was me thinking. Those, those were thinking sounds. <laughs> Shauna's tired, everyone. <laughs> so bear with her. I'm trying, guys. So previously when we were talking, <laughs> I don't know what we were talking about that this came up, but Shauna wanted to share her bike story. We were talking about, like, cars, right? Yes. Briefly. Oh, yes. And then, no, right, driver's license. Yes. yes. So Shauna, would you like to st- share your bike story? Okay. So basically, um, some time ago, I mean, like, it was, like, a couple weeks, one of my friends had texted me a photo on our group chat being, like, oh, sorry, of a photo of a man on a blue motorcycle, but, like, he, his helmet was, like, a Grover helmet from, like, Sesame Street. Yes. And they texted me, and they said, this could be you. <laughs> and then... And Which, I, to be fair, Shauna does, I don't know how to explain it, but she gives off Grover vibes. I do, I apparently do. And so it's so fitting because, like, that could be me, you know, in, like, 20, 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Like, I could go up there, you know, wheeling my way to the hospital. On- <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, you want to be a doctor. You're not, like, driving to the hospital. Oh, I get it. <laughs> and I'd be Paige being like, you have to go operate on this one guy's brain and then like some other guy's gonna call and be like who's this idiot like like rooming around in the hospital parking garage at like 3 a.m and the, and the poor nurse is gonna have to be like no that's the doctor imagine you like looked out your window and you're waiting for surgery and you just saw grover driving along. 
And then you have like just imagine being told that that person in the Grover helmet is going to be the one operating on your head. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's something, you know. Would you ever like drive a motorcycle? Absolutely. You would? I would. I w- want one. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just like it. You know? Fair enough. Yeah, there's not really much else to it, you know? Yeah. It's also just like I I think it requires less gas. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, so like, you know, prices. That's also the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. cool. Yeah. I probably will not because I'm too much of a scaredy cat. So mm-hmm. actually I definitely will not. <laughs> <laughs> one um, of these days I'm just yeah. gonna make everybody just go on one, you know? Yeah. Or what? or just like mopeds. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to your dream of being a celebrity? <laughs> Me? Yeah. It's still there. <laughs> oh, it is. So, like, celebrity by day, doctor by night. Maybe the other way around, but yeah. You roll up to um, red carpets in your Grover helmet. <laughs> and my stethoscope. <laughs> yep. I can see it. Yeah. And so I jokingly said that to my parents, being like, what if I just, you know, got a motorcycle? Yeah. And then they were like, don't get the red one. Get a blue one or something. <laughs> and I was like, What? Because I wasn't expecting this to be taken seriously or just, like, anything. I was expecting, like, a lecture being like, oh, those aren't safe because they usually aren't, Yeah, you know? And then I straight up remember that, like, many, like, on both sides of my family, people have motorcycles of, like, or, like, two-wheelers, you know? Like, mopeds are very much a thing. And my uncle has a motorcycle that my mom knows how to drive. Huh. So So your mom has a motorcycle license? Yeah. Huh. And, it, and, like, um, well, it's expired because it was, like, a while ago, like, very long time ago. But, like, she knew she knew how to do it. Hmm. So I was, I literally forgot that, like, that was a legitimate option. So now I think, like, <laughs> they're waiting for me to actually do it. If you ever get a motorcycle, you have to get a little sidecar for me. I, uh, you're, like, the third person to tell me to get a sidecar. I'm going to get, like, a train of sidecars. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, like... A motorcycle with a, like, you know those trucks that have, like, those hook things for, like, yeah. their trailers? It's just going to be, like, a train of those. <laughs> that would actually be so fun. Yeah. And we could just put Simba in the little back cycle. <laughs> Simba is your dog. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so fun. Oh, God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Terribly dangerous. But... Oh, horribly. But, like, you know, you can, all, you, can all, you can do anything once. Yeah. You can do anything once. And just once. pray nothing bad happens. Exactly. Um, it is now time for weird news you might have missed. Mm. I find this to be an interesting segment. Um, There's just so much that happens in the world, you know? It's true, and most people don't hear about the weird things because there's just so much going on. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's fair, there's priorities, but, like, you yeah. know, there's some interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, first off, we have an article from Huff Post titled, Cat Leaps from Fifth Floor of Burning Buildings Struts Off Like a Boss. <laughs> That title alone. Um, Who wrote this? The thing is, I think the title kind of says everything you need to know, but if you're looking for more details, um, they elaborated that a black cat had the luckiest moment of her nine lives this week when she leaped from the fifth floor of a burning building in Chicago. The kitty jumped with a meow, literally landed on her feet, and then after a little hop, scurried off. Um, The Chicago Fire Department told Fox 32 that the cat indeed survived, and they're still searching for the owner of the cat. Um... WGN said the fire was contained to a single unit and quickly extinguished and no injuries were reported. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. You know, nobody um, died. That's always a plus. Yes. Um, and they included a little video of this moment. And I do have to say it is wildly impressive. Oh, really? Um, he jumps out of the window, which is like five stories up. And then he lands in the grass on his feet. He just bounces a little bit and then he just keeps walking off. I like feel nothing like happened. that would have just like broken its legs or like its knees. 
Yeah. Yeah, because like, I know. Didn't. Yeah, I do. And that's like the surprising thing. Because like if you are a human and like you jumped off a building like that, <laughs> the first thing to go if you landed feet first is like your legs all the way up to like your like pelvis or whatever. Yeah. Like all that's going to be shattered. I don't understand how that happens with cats. Like you would think at first maybe it's the weight dis- distribution with the four f- legs, but then dogs can't do that. Yeah. So I don't know. Is it's- it just because like they have like, I don't know. Maybe their bones are just, like, gummy or whatever. You know? Yeah. I also question why someone was able to film that moment, but not able to predict that the cat was going to fall out of the window and catch him. Mm. Um, well, to be fair, well, if you were to catch a cat, there is also slight possibility that the cat is just going to straight up claw your face out. Yeah. It's in a state of shock. But I think if we're talking, you know, if you want to save the cat from dying, maybe take a few scratches. Mm. But the cat survived anyways, so. Yeah. It wasn't needed. It wasn't needed. Yeah. Um, the other weird news article is a bit more mainstream than we usually go, but... Really? I, d- I don't know if other people have heard about this. Because like, um, we usually stick with local news a little bit. Yeah, it's true. Um, but this one is brought to us by USA Today, and it is titled, Angelina Jolie is covered in bees and calls it lovely. <laughs> <laughs> what? The actress posed for National Geographic to raise awareness for World Bee Day on May 20th, and yes, she's covered in bees in the photo. She wore a white, sustainable dress um, while a bundle of bees swarmed her body. Um, some people may be a little freaked out by the idea, but not Jolie. She says it felt lovely to be connected with these beautiful creatures. That sounds like a nightmare. Um, like, I had a yes. nightmare about that once. Yeah, I think lots of people do, actually, yeah. about being covered and stung by bees. Um, the UN established World Bee Day to raise awareness about the extinct- extinction threat bees face around the world, um, which are... <laughs> I got it in the notes. A hundred to a thousand times higher than normal rates, according to the UN website. Hmm. Um, she was not able to shower for three days what? before doing this shoot. Why? Because uh, the aromas of soaps and shampoos may be confusing to bees. Okay. And she also had to rub pheromones all over herself. Jeez, I'm so sorry. Um, I feel so bad. Yeah. Um, she also had to plug her nose and ears so the insects wouldn't fly in. Oh, that, the, oh, God. The idea of, like, what would happen if she didn't is disgusting. I know. I personally would never do this because I'm allergic to a lot of things, but I've never been stung by a bee, so mm. I don't know if that's one of them. I once got stung by a bee, like, um, in the... You know how, like, fingers have, like, that, like, webbing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, like, webbing between each finger? Yeah. So I got stung between the webbing of my index and uh, middle finger. Okay. Wow. Mostly on the middle finger. Yeah. And I was like six. And so I didn't know. <laughs> so um, because I was stung like on like that webbing part, I yeah. had to like raise my middle finger a lot higher <laughs> because like the bee was still on my finger. Oh, my gosh. So I went. So when I, w- I had to run to the field with my friend and uh, to the nurse's office and I just held my head up like this. And, <laughs> and I couldn't. And like some people noticed and like i feel i knew that they didn't know what to do in that moment because yeah. like there's like a there's a first grader with a bee on her finger but also just like <laughs> flipping everyone off like that yeah. and shauna is visually showing me where her hand looked like <laughs> in that moment um you can envision it though um anyways i just thought that was super strange and i don't know I don't it's think a, it's a strange one. I will say I don't think I think bees are one of those ones those animals where they're not harmful unless you provoke them. Cause like we both watch 
a YouTube channel called Good Mythical Morning. Yes. And one time they did this exact same thing where they were just covered head to toe in bees. And if I remember correctly, I don't think they were stung once. Mm. So, anyways, we've probably... First grader me must have really pissed up that bee, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was a menace. That's true. Well, I guess first graders are probably a little bit wild, whether mm. you'd like to admit it or not, Ashana. Fine, fine. Um, so... Yeah, that's probably why he stung you. Okay, okay. I, I can tell when I'm the problem. Time for trivia, Shauna. Trivia time! Yeah. Best segment. Um, as we all know, Shauna is a trivia legend. So I decided today we'd make the trivia a little bit harder for you. Oh, no. Um, we will be doing the Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader quiz. Oh, jeez. This is going to really bruise my ego, isn't it? It is. That's what I'm trying to do with Shauna. Yeah. We've got to take you down a notch. Dang it. Um... Anyways, I'm going to say if that if you answer at least 75% of these questions correctly, you are smarter than a fifth grader. Yeah. Because that means you would get a C, passing grade. C's get degrees, I think. Is that the saying? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not sure that's I don't the saying. Know. <laughs> um, that means you have to answer 9 out of 12 of these questions correctly. Oh, God. And I will tell you, to make the stakes a little bit higher, I very quickly brushed through this quiz and got a 75%. So, oh, I hate this. I hate this. You gotta, I will say it's probably a little bit harder because I'm saying it to you verbally mm. and you have to remember stuff, but I've got to hide my notes from you. Okay. Are you ready for your first question? Yes. Question number one. If a car is traveling at 40 miles per hour, how long will it take to go 190 miles? You have to do this in your head. Four hours, 45 minutes, three hours, 30 minutes, four hours, 15 minutes, or three hours, 15 minutes. It's going to be some awkward silence while Shauna does some math in her head. Just go with one, Shauna. Four hours, 45. That is correct. Yeah! I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's good. Look at All me right. go. Look at me go. You're one for zero. Is that the same? Is that how you say it? One for one, because I got that right, didn't Oh, I? yeah. yeah that, one oh. for zero. I want that point Oh, God. Back. Am I smarter than a fifth grader? I don't think so. Question number two. How many nouns are in the following sentence? The rabbit ran to the cafeteria and ate a big salad. The rabbit ran to the cafeteria and what? Ate a big salad. Uh, Two, three, three four, or five. Three. three. Okay, yeah, you got it right. Yay! Two for two. Woo. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to trick me, and I was like, is big a, is big a noun? Yeah, I will say I, I struggled with that for a moment. Yeah, like, I thought they were going to mess with me. Yeah. Is it a participle noun or whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question number three. What is the unit of measurement abbreviated as OZ? You better get this right. Ounces. Okay, thank goodness. I'm American, of course. I know what an ounce is. Yeah. <laughs> Our darn imperial system. Yeah, you know, you got to throw some easy ones in there because fifth graders... Learn some easy stuff and they learn some hard stuff that oh, yeah. you haven't remembered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question number four. True or false? The human shoulder is a ball and socket joint. Yeah. That is true. All right. You're doing pretty well, Shauna. I know my anatomy. I will say some of these things, it is quite possible that we just forgot about them, but we did learn them at some point. But some of these things we definitely did not learn in the fifth grade. Really? Like I definitely did not learn about ball and socket joints. Really? Did you? Yeah, it's like bones. Like well, I had like a quick bone unit and like I had to learn a song about bones and it was really fun. And it was like, <laughs> we learned like what bones connects to what, you know? Oh, yeah. The only one I really remember is the scapula, which is like, I think like the collarbone, like in the collarbone section area. Well, that's, 
the California school system. <laughs> Maybe this is Are You Smarter Than the Californian Fifth Grader? <laughs> I don't know, man. We're kind of stupid. Um, question number five. Which one of these is a mammal? A seahorse, a sea lion, or a sea urchin? Lion. The sea lion. Wow. What? I didn't know that one. Well, like, um, I know they're rel- like related to seals. You know, like, you kind- that's why you kind of mix them up. And, oh, like, yeah. So, they have lungs. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. They're um, mammals. Question number six. Once again, you better get this correct. Which continent is the least populated? A, Asia, B, Antarctica, C, Australia, or D, Europe? I'm going to have to think about this one. <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> Do penguins count as people? <laughs> it's Antarctica. Okay, good. Question number seven. Oh, Who are she's... we to say that penguins aren't people? Who are we um, to say? Scientifically speaking, Ugh. you might want to, you know. I'm going to take it up with them. Yeah, take it up with the scientists. I'm going to send uh, a very furious email. To who? I don't know. <laughs> you think I know off the top of my head? Albert Einstein said it to Albert Einstein. So she's six for O right now. Question number seven. Since the late 1930s, what calendar date has been designated for the inauguration of a United States president? A, January 1st, B, January 15th, C, January 20th, or D, January 23rd? 20th. Yeah. Are you looking at my notes? No, I'm just guessing. All right. Well, this one I guessed because it's either like 20th or 23rd. Yeah, it's the 20th. Uh, You're seven for seven. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Question number eight. In the initials of the federal agency known as NASA, what does the first A stand for? A, American, B, Aeronautics, C, Association, or D, Administration? Aeronautics. Yep. <laughs> Association isn't going to go, like, in front of national. Yeah, it's true. Or, like, whatever. I think the second A is Association, though. That yeah, it could, is. That could be wrong. Come like, on, Ashana. Did you know? Okay, I don't know why, but it was like a major surprise to me when I found out that NASA was like originally only like American. I thought it was like an international thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I, no, it's just American. That kinda, yeah, but like, I can see how you would think that. Yeah, it just kind of shook me, you know. I wasn't. I thought. I really thought it was like an international thing. All right. Well, I used to think it was library. So, <laughs> <laughs> I I I sorted that out before fifth grade, though. So mm. yeah. I mean, I you made some progress. Made I did. Progress. Uh, I actually... <laughs> I got made fun of for saying library. That's how <laughs> I found out. Uh, question number nine. What leader wrote the influential Common Sense in 1776? A, John Locke. B, Abraham Lincoln. C, Thomas Paine. Or D, John Adams. Common Sense? Yes. John Adams? No. Oh, God. Who is the... Is it John Locke? No, it's Thomas Paine. Who's that? Um. Ancestor of Liam Payne. <laughs> I'm pre- For those of you who don't know, Liam Payne is a member of One Direction, <laughs> who is, I believe, British. <laughs> so, all right, you're eight for it's nine. It's the red coats, I tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question number ten: What was the name of the first satellite pulled into orbit by the United States? This seems like a question you would know. Hmm. A, Explorer, B, Titan, C, Mercury, or D, Apollo? Apollo. No, Explorer? it's Explorer. Ah, dang it. All right, you're eight for ten now. I'm, we've, we've taken you down ah. a little bit. Uh, question number 11. What ancient civilization built the Machu Picchu complex in Peru? A, the Mayas, B, the Incas, C, the Aztecs, or D, the Zappos? 
Um, Mayas. No, it's the Incas. What is happening? I think I've started to mess with your head a little bit, and now you're just you're just suffering. I know. Um, it's the darn whoever that John Wayne guy was. <laughs> all right, here here's what we got going here, Shauna. We've got one more question. Oh jeez. And you have to get it right <laughs> in order to be smarter than a fifth grader. What species can live on water and land? Oh, this is too easy. <laughs> what? Okay. A, Aethropods, B, birds, C, amphibians, or D, fish? Amphibians. Damn it! Yeah! <laughs> I was hoping if I said amphibians really fast, you wouldn't notice. Oh, I know. I know what frogs can do. <laughs> they live on both land and water. I can't think of another amphibian. Salamanders, maybe? Yeah, salamanders. All right. Platypus. Oh, platypus. Yeah. They're mammals, right? Oh, yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, you got a 9 out of 12, which is exactly 75%. <laughs> yeah. you which got ones a- did you get wrong? Uh, I think I got um, I got the one about the the first U.S. satellite wrong. Uh, I think I got oh I got common sense right even though I didn't know the answer. Oh god. Um, I did get the one about the species living on both water and land wrong, but that's because I didn't read amphibians. <laughs> I just I looked at the first one. And I was like, aetherpods looks like it could do that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, for the longest time, just because like you said, aetherpods, I mixed up the word anthology and and, and like. Anthropology? <laughs> anthropology? Yeah. That is a store. Uh, no, wait, no. Which is the one that's like the study of like humans? Oh, anthropology is also the study yeah, of humans. exactly. I mixed those two up for so long and people looked at me like I was stupid and I was. But like, I didn't know where I was going wrong and I kept calling like every anthology series an anthropology. That's kind of embarrassing that I thought it was only a store for a moment <laughs> there. Let's forget that ever happened to Shauna. <laughs> another one another one because apparently i just don't know english yeah is that like i genuine like for i watched a video last night of that one vine of that lady saying arkansas and like i was in gym class and like someone was like talking to me about arkansas and i st- i did it again and i did it again i just did it again what oh no and it's arkansas but i genuinely said arkansas and i just did it again <sighs> yeah, it's a confusing meme that's like, why is this one Kansas, but this one's not our Kansas? <laughs> exactly, it's our Kansas. I think it's, it's messed with our generation. <laughs> Today, we'll be bringing back a segment that we all know and love, Weird mm. Product Reviews. Yeah! Now, usually I look for the weirdest product out there because that's where all the strange reviews are. But this week, I discovered something. People take their candy very seriously. Yeah, I've heard. I was simply looking at the reviews for M&M's and was shocked by how much people had to say about them. Really? Yeah. Um, like where did you... Was this, like, online? This was Amazon. I looked, Oh, jeez. <laughs> all, all the reviews that we look at are from Amazon. Yeah. Um, first off, we've got Daniel B., who gave M&M's Milk Chocolate Halloween Candy Fun Size Pieces 10.53-ounce bag four stars. Okay, yeah. And he shared, I mean, they're M&M's. If you somehow never have had M&M's, then, well, they're like a crunchy mini chocolate that is fun to eat. They're more of a sweet chocolate... Lovers answer to chocolate, but they taste pretty good. Price online usually much worse than in store, but if you don't mind that, to just not have to go out. Hey, go ahead. For a quick chocolate fix, these things are a great go-to if you want a texture element with your chocolate experience. Okay. This one's pretty mild, but I find it kind of interesting how much detail they, they went into. Yeah, I feel like the thing that really uh, gave them the 4.5 instead of the 5 was I feel like there was a lot of weirdly... There was like a weird amount of malice towards the fact that it was like a simple chocolate, you know? Yeah. There was there was that like, element and then there was also the element that it's more expensive online yeah. that could have tipped the half star off. 
I feel I like they're like a weird. I don't know why, but like they're in the weird spot between like an elitist of chocolate, <laughs> yeah, and just like a normal person. But like they like they're firmly in the middle, but it's not like a middle where it's like it's blended. It's like both at the same time. Yeah. Um, KT also gave four stars, but their review wasn't as full of praise as the last one. Mm. They titled their review, Can M&M's Go Stale? Not their fail, not their fault. I failed to notice these were a bag of single-serve packets. We don't care for that. <laughs> these were bought for us, not Halloween. Okay. I swear they taste different somehow. In this whole bag, every single packet had exactly 15 M&M's, except for one that had 16. I'll give them four stars because it's not their fault. I didn't read the info properly, but the minus one star is for the wasteful packaging and the just off taste. Okay, yeah, the packaging's a bit much. Yeah, I can get that. I I don't know. I feel like like I will never really argue with someone who like who says that like their enjoyment of the thing is like reduced based on just how much of a pro- like a packaging something is. I I'm, I'm yeah. never gonna argue with that. Because well, one, it's fine to have, like, even less packaging compared to, like, what you have now. And also, two, it's also subjective. I feel like this person is kind of on the chocolate elitist scale, though. Yeah, they're definitely on that scale. And I do, I do have to say, to to validate what they're saying, uh, I can't speak for M&M's Halloween versus regular, but I can speak for Oreo's Halloween versus regular. And I feel like, you know, when you, like, change the color of the frosting or do, like, tiny oh, little yeah, things, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, change yeah, the yeah. packaging or yeah. even, like... Big Starburst versus Mini Starburst, it completely changes the taste. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes companies just don't know when they're making things bigger or just, like, changing the sizes. Yeah. I feel like their recipe for things have just yeah. changed with it. Yeah. And I can't tell if it's just because, like, oh, they just don't know how to do math. Or, <laughs> just or it's because of, like, there's some now, like, magical baking problem that has come up because of it. Yeah. I don't know. Um... Now, I didn't want to just look at the reviews for your classic M&M, so I also searched for reviews on a pantry-sized 62-ounce pack of peanut M&M's. 62? Is so that, like, in the pounds? What do you mean? 62 ounces. That's, like, somewhere, like, that weighs, like, Oh, a I pound. don't know. Probably. That weighs, like, at least a pound, I think. I don't know the actual conversion. Yeah. Well, we've, like, it may it weighs multiple pounds. Okay. We've changed two factors here. We've enlarged the size of the package, and we've also changed the type of M&M's, so... Uh, you peanut can, M&M's. Yeah. Okay. Um, Carol gave the product three out of five stars and shared, not your typical peanut (laughs) (laughs) M&M's. She said, these look like they have been either half chewed and spit out or run over on the street and scooped up. Jesus. And that's all she had to say. Jesus, Carol. (laughs) But Carol's down. Carol's not alone in her complaints. Okay, everyone. Well, okay. Finally, I looked for reviews on a two pound bulk bag of single color M&M's and was a little bit shocked by Shannon B's one star review. She says, watch out for metal pieces. Oh, my God. Upon opening my bulk bag of red M&M's, I proceeded to put my hand in the bag and was stopped by a very sharp metal O-ring pack, standing straight up, perfectly centered in the middle of the bag, surrounded by red M&M's. Obviously came from the assembly line and probably vibrated off a ledge after maintenance <laughs> dir- <laughs> directly into the bag with the candy. Makes me wonder how many other pieces of metal were floating. I'm assuming PC means pieces. Yeah, probably. Pieces of metal were floating around in my M&M's. I guess I will not be baking with this bag and never ordering again. <laughs> I, I, that's, like, a legitimate concern, but, like, that is comical to know, like, one of those, like, uh, like whisk thingies or whatever has just straight up yeah. ended up in your bag. Yeah, and I think if we've learned anything today, even, I, we've gone to school today, but the best thing we've learned today is that mm. you should not buy your M&M's online. Yeah, don't. Um, it's got- the prices, I tell you. That, those prices? Yeah. Not good. It's not good, Ashana. 
You know, you're saved at Costco. Yeah. You know the good deals when you see them. Yeah. Um, but I actually saved the best review for last. Um, one um, Amazon customer, <laughs> one Amazon customer gave their M and M's five stars in their review titled "The One." Um, okay. A poem, perhaps. Whenever I get a package of plain M&M's, I make it my duty to continue the strength and robustness of the candy as a species. To this end, I... What the heck does that even mean? I'm scared. To this end, I hold M&M's duels. Taking two candies between my thumb and forefinger, I apply pressure, squeezing them together until one of them cracks and splinters. That is the loser, and I I eat the inferior one immediately. The winner gets to go another round. I have found that, in general, the brown and red M&M's are tougher, and the newer blue ones are generally inferior. I have hypothesized that the blue M&M's as a race cannot survive long in the intense theater of competition that is the modern candy and snack food world. Occasionally, I will get a mutation, a candy that is misshapen or pointier or flatter than the rest. Almost invariably, this proves to be a weakness, but on very rare occasions, it gives the candy extra strength. In this way, the species continues to adapt to its environment. When I reach the end of the pack, I am left with one M&M, the strongest of the herd. Since it would make no sense to eat this one as well, I pack it neatly in an envelope and send it to the M&M Mars, a division of Mars Incorporated, Hackettstown, New Jersey, USA, along with three by, a 3 by 5 card reading, please use this M&M for breeding purposes. This week, they wrote back to me to thank me and sent me a coupon for a free 56-ounce bag of plain M&Ms. I consider this grant money. I have set aside the weekend for a grand tournament. From a field of hundreds, we will discover the true champion. There can only be one. I do have to say, I, after reading this, I happen to have some Reese's Pieces in, in the pantry, <laughs> and I tried this, and it is very fun to, you know, to see which one, like... I, w- I was, like, having to fight between them. Like, which one would win, and then which one would win the next round, you know, just like this person described. But the problem is that you, you kind of, like, crush one, then eat one, then crush another one, then eat one, and you end up eating them so fast that you can't even taste them. So it kind of takes the excitement away from the M&Ms. Um, but, I mean, it's a good cause. So. I don't trust whoever wrote that <laughs> review at all. Um, I, I, I trust that they are doing this. I'm not sure that M&Ms would send them a free 56-ounce bag. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know. I don't trust them. I don't trust them with anything. Oh my gosh. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening to Worst Case Scenario.